0: Thank you for tuning in to the M3 Project, where personal development matters to our future. And who is our future? Young people. I am your host and founder, Chuck Hatchet. And before starting the M3 Project, I was a professional football player for a few years, had some uh, stints and working out with some NFL teams, such as the Jets, uh, had some large uh, interest from the Patriots and uh, some interest from the Falcons, but didn't end up landing a contract Uh, there, but I landed my first big contract in the CFL where I played with the British Columbia Lions for a uh, small stint as well. Uh, I did pretty well there and then, you know, ended up getting released from the team and I went home and got offered another contract, but then something hit me. The contract didn't matter anymore. Instead, I started to think to myself, what's more important, me playing football and signing autographs and being a kid's idol or me working out and Pouring into the next generation. So I chose to pour into the next generation. I started working with young people uh, very early on. But now here I am, fast forward. No longer a football player, but I am still playing some sports. Um, Right now I'm training for the 2024 Olympics. And so um, I'm excited about that. And the training is very intense. I am training to uh, throw the shot put. The shot put, big metal ball. Big metal ball, many people know what that is. And uh, it's, it's very interesting. And I picked this up, I would say, about two and a half to three years ago, and uh, now I'm throwing it pretty far right now, and uh, I'm excited because uh, the USA Trials are right around the corner, and 2024 is right around the corner. So I guess you could say that I am a strong lover of sports, which is the truth. I'm also the author of the book Retrofit, which is the journey to becoming um, uh, complete through spiritual growth. And uh, thank, thank God for that book. The book is, uh, has been uh, a big staple for me because I've always wanted to become an author and I got it done. And that's a big bucket list that I wrote off. And I'm a husband to my one wife of 11 years, Virginia Hatchet, and my three beautiful children. Um, and so today we are here to go through our first episode of the M3 Projects podcast, right? So our first episode will cover some of the factors that make mindset mastery impossible and discover the possibilities of how and why it can be achieved. Many people think to themselves that it cannot be achieved. I can't master my mindset. My mind is always playing tricks on me and I don't understand how to deal with what's going on in my head and I don't know how to put what's in my head down to my feet, into my hands and to put it into action. So today, we're going to be discussing some of those possibilities. So in order to kick off this podcast, we must first deal with the name M3, which stands for Mastering Mindful Mindsets. And one of the most interesting words that is woven into that M3 name is the word mastery. Now, is it possible to master anything? You ever heard that saying, Uh, jack of all trades and master of none? That, many people use that for a lot of individuals, um, but not a lot of people who have, quote unquote, "go on to say that I have mastered something." The answer is that anything is possible. I believe that. But many would not believe that. Many would believe different. Many would believe that there's no way that it is possible to master anything. I beg to differ so that is why mindset mastery matters and the fact that it is very possible. Because your life depends on it. That's why. Everything about you depends on your mindset being mastered. And the only way you can grow is through mastering the mind. We have to be able to grow. And the way we can do that is by tapping into this to understand it more. To encourage it more, to grow it more, to develop it more, and to make it used the way it needs to be used. To make it our weapon and not a weapon against us. We must use it as a weapon against the issues of life instead of a weapon against us. So why is mindset mastery seem so impossible? Well, for starters, it's because many, and I mean many, walk around with this fixed mindset. A fixed mindset, which means that they have a set of principles and a set of views and a set of perspectives that they don't want to change from. And they only believe in that which they were pre-programmed from the beginning up until this point. So they have a fixed mindset. Those who live with a fixed mindset avoid failure. They avoid failure. They tend to stick with the things that... Uh, They know and that they can succeed at most. Those are the individuals that only pick the things that these hands can easily do. Preventing them from experiencing defeat and ever-growing from a loss. I would always say that we don't necessarily always lose, but we always learn. Right? We must turn those losses into learning moments so that way they're not necessarily a loss. A loss is something to never be regained but a learning is something that you can actually uh, acquire so that way you can be even more educated to understand it later on in life. So ask yourself, is that your mindset? Do you avoid failure like the plague? Do you run from failure? Do you only pick the things that you know you can do? Do you only dream the goals and the aspirations that you know that are extremely possible? Or do you, are you the individual that your dreams scare you so much that you even have to get on your knees and pray because you know these dreams are big? See, those with a fixed mindset also avoid challenges as well. Those with a fixed mindset, they avoid failure, but also they avoid challenges. Anything that can possibly push their limits or stretch them, uh, stretch them so that way they stray away from to remain comfortable and to be stretched just enough where it doesn't hurt. That's what people with a fixed mindset, they do. They avoid challenges. They don't want to be stretched. I don't want to uh, go and, and play the sport uh, that my body is not athletically inclined to play. I don't want to take the class that... I don't, I'm not necessarily good at that subject with. So, so that way, I'm not going to stretch myself and learn the class. I'm not going to stretch myself and learn the sport or learn the movement. Listen, that's what's happening to me right now. I've never thrown a shot put a day in my life. See, my whole life, I played basketball first, football second, and then of course I became good at football. And the only thing I did in track and field was high jump because I was a jumper. I can jump. Until my knees got pretty bad. Uh, but I all I did was high jump. Now here I am. I'm picking up a sport in shot put. And doing the best I can to learn a movement that seems crazy. You got to spin around. Some people do the glide. But I'm learning to do the spin. Because the best throwers are spinners. So you got to spin around with a big metal 16 pound ball on your neck. And throw it as far as you possibly can. Stretching yourself. Or... Should I just have left it on the floor so that way I'm stressed just enough to the point where it doesn't it doesn't hurt? See, the other way mindset mastery can seem so impossible is an improper attitude as well. What is your attitude? What is your attitude like? No matter what life looks like to you, what is it? Because I know many people whose life is not lavish, and yet live happier than many people that have everything. And I also know a lot of people whose life is extremely lavish, but live miserable. They're miserable because they have a issue with the attitude. What is your attitude like? Are you a a no matter what type of a person? Is that you? Meaning you will choose to rejoice in the good and the challenging, I never said the bad, Challenging. Because it's all about what you look at. It, how you look at it. Is everything bad? I, I beg to differ. Challenging times? Absolutely. Absolutely. Smile with everything around you. Uh, when everything around you wants to put, your, put a frown on your face. Is that you? Do you smile? Uh, do you keep pushing? When every fiber in your being is telling you to quit. Telling you to stop. Is that you? What's your attitude like? Which one are you? Are you the one that, by, at all means, or you are the one that, uh, this means that I need to stop? What type of attitude do you have? Because I can already tell you that the appropriate attitude, appropriate attitude uh, can take you farther than you can ever dreamed of or imagined. But the wrong one will always keep you locked and keep you in a place of mediocrity, always. You know, there's a story uh, in the scriptures or the Holy Bible for many who know, knows what I'm talking about. uh, a story back in Genesis. is of a young man named Joseph. Not sure if you're familiar with Joseph, but Joseph, uh, he was a son and he had many brothers, a lot of brothers. And Joseph was the favorite to his father. Joseph's father loved him so much more than his other brothers. His brothers never, ever gotten what Joseph had gotten. Joseph was given a tunic of many colors, but shown a great sign of endearment and a great sign of love from the father, and that he was the favorite. That right there was the icing on the cake. Like, "This is my favorite son out of all of you. Good God, I'm glad that you're here, but this is my favorite one. So Joseph, he was living the dream. He was living the dream to the point where he actually was visited by God in his dreams and was even told in his dreams that one day he would rule and reign over his brothers and his fathers and obviously many other people. And Joseph, for whatever reason, he went and ran to tell his brothers, I would say prematurely, because you're going to hear what happened. He told his brothers brothers got extremely upset with him to the point where they wanted to kill him. Then he went to go tell his father, and his father didn't like it either. His father didn't want to kill him, but his father did not like it at all. And so you fast forward, a little bit of time goes by, and Joseph's brothers literally tried to plot and take him out. And so they thought to themselves, if we kill him, uh, that will work. But then one of the brothers said, listen, we're not going to, we're not gonna do that let's just sell him let's just put him in a ditch and leave him there and just bring back his clothes ripped up and then let the nature take care of him so that's what they did they uh called their brother joseph over to them so that way he thinks that he's hanging out with his big brothers and then they grab him up take off his tunic rip his tunic in pieces and throw him into this ditch so deep that not one of us can climb out of the ditch. So they're sitting by laughing at him and mocking him while he's in the ditch. And he's screaming, guys, get me out. This is not funny anymore. Just look, come on, get me out. Get me out. And then a group of traders, you know, traders like people that were trading goods, were walking by. Then they thought to themselves, let's just sell him so that way he can be away from us and out of our here." forever so that's what he did they sold him for some money he ended up in egypt and even over there in egypt joseph had a rough life joseph had a rough life because his brothers tried to kill him and of course they sold him so now he's away from his family for an extremely long time he's only a kid at this point then joseph is uh seen as favorable So now he's uh, in his master's house and he's taking care of great things and he's doing great things and then he gets lied on by the master's wife. The master's wife tries to say that Joseph came on to her and that cannot be farther from the truth. That led Joseph from being lied, from being sold to being lied on to being put in prison. He was put in prison and now Joseph is dealing with all the things that happened in prison and then Joseph continues to trust and continues to have mastery over his mind. Why do I tell you this story? Because maybe your life is like Joseph's. Maybe your life was started out really well and then many people and many other things came after you and then it went to a downward spiral. But I want you to see with Joseph's life going into a downward spiral, what his mindset was like. He developed a mastery over his mind to the point where he never turned away from God. In fact, he was always hopeful and he was always grateful. He never for a moment said that, I can't believe I'm in this place. I can't believe that my life is like this. Instead, he continued to give glory to God and then he continued to move forward. He continued to do the right things and not the wrong things. He continued to do uh, things that were seen as more moral than all the others that were around him and that's what kept him in that place of high esteem. And guess where that led him? From being sold, or almost threatened to be killed, to being sold, to being lied upon, to being thrown into prison. Now he's the second man in charge of the greatest nation at the time. And at this point, his dream came into fruition. He was literally reigning over his brothers, his fathers, and all of the land. Why? Because a great famine came on the world, and Egypt had everything, but they only had everything because of what God gave Joseph inside of his mind to be able to preserve all the types of foods that were needed in that time of famine. Joseph had a mastery over his mind set he did not for a moment say that it's impossible. And he, instead, what did Joseph say? He said, all things are, are possible. Thank you for tuning in to our first episode of the M3 Project. Please subscribe to our newsletter at chuckhatchet.com. Uh Leave us a review there. Uh, tell us what you think. And, and of course, uh, tell us anything else that you may would like to see discussed. And of course, follow me, myself personally, on Instagram at Chuck Hatchet 3 uh, to be updated on all the latest update, uh, episodes of the M3 project. So for our next episode, we are going to dive a little bit deeper and to begin to discuss the contrast of a poor mindset versus a rich mindset. And with us, we will have a special guest. I'm not going to reveal them to you right now because it's a secret. Well, not necessarily a secret, but it's going to be a special guest. And so we'll start to put the name of that individual on our Instagram so that way you can see who it is and you can tune in with us and hear not only from myself but from them, their perspective on a rich mindset versus a poor mindset. Am I talking about money or what? Hope to see you again. Thank you for tuning in.